This week, The Takeaway launched our series called Power Trip. We've been taking a look at the future of energy, talking all week about new technologies that could help us save energy. But quite a few of you thought that our discussion should also have included the issue of population growth. Hi, my name is Kate. This is my question. Is the media ever going to explore the idea that man is overpopulating the planet? As the oil will surely run out, so will the planet run out of space. We can't continue to think that land is infinite, yet we do. So is it worth talking about all these new technologies to save energy if we're not dealing with a drastically growing population? David Biello is here to help us explore that question. He covers environment, he covers the environment and energy at Scientific American Online, and he's here in the studio in New York. Thanks for being with us, David. Thank you. So do we need to have that discussion when we're looking at ways to save energy? Do we automatically need to be looking at the population growth? Well, it's certainly a a major issue. Uh, As we all know, I think population has been growing uh, pretty strongly over the past century or so, uh, particularly in places like China and India that are rapidly developing. And uh, government statistics show that as population grows, energy use grows. Uh, It makes sense kind of from the Stone Age to today. More people means uh, more fires if you're back in your cave. If if you're a modern (laughs) man, it means more cars. I actually have some numbers here. The U.N. projects by 2025, that's 16 years from now, we'll go from 6.6 billion people on the planet to 8 billion people on the planet. How is that going to uh, affect energy needs? Yeah, and some people actually say more than that. It really kind of depends on uh, people's individual choices. Uh, I think it's a, it's, an, it's a tough question to answer simply. The 8 billion people is, frankly, not that many more. Uh, we have the oil, we have the coal, we have the natural gas to kind of burn our way out of that problem. The real question is how much energy are, is each individual person going to use? Uh, if you look at the statistics, you know, here in the U.S., we're, we're burning 335 million BTUs. That's the uh, amount of energy. It's a kind of archaic uh, uh, energy measure. That's the amount of energy it takes to raise one pound of liquid water one degree Fahrenheit at one atmospheric pressure. Um, in, the U- in China and India, they use basically one-sixth and one-tenth of that. So that's about 50 million BTUs, and in India, 15 million BTUs. Or another way to to, to, to uh, expand on that, this is a, a number I was actually blown away by. China consumes 7.9 million barrels of oil a day. The U.S., with less than one quarter as many people as China, consumes 20.7 million barrels a day. That's right. Well, it's because we have a lot more cars. They have a lot more people. We have a lot more cars. And the, and the question becomes, are they going to have a lot more cars? And I was in China last May, and uh, all indicators that I could see and, and people that I've talked to is they are going to have a lot more cars. And then the question becomes, what kind of cars are they going to have? And so, as you said, it is a very big issue. But let's say you were advising somebody in the Obama administration. How would you set that agenda for them? How would you set that discussion and debate that you think needs to happen? Well, it's, it's not so much what the Obama administration can kind of tell China to do. It's kind of what China will decide to do on its own. But even in a macro sense, just in looking at energy issues and population growth issues. Well, they're already doing quite a bit. Uh, In the stimulus package that you were just chatting about, there's uh, a lot of efficiency measures. This is the way in which uh, we can kind of cut back on energy use through improvements to our electricity grid, 
requiring more fuel economy from our cars. Another kind of interesting factoid is that Chinese cars are actually more fuel efficient than American cars are required to be. Um, those kinds of efficiency measures are what kind of saved us from the first oil crisis in the late 70s and uh, early 80s. Uh, that was the one time in kind of uh, energy history that uh, population growth and energy growth decoupled for a brief window of time. And you also talk about how you think there's got to be a cultural element of it. Is that just to make energy, saving energy cool? I mean, is that what you're talking I, about? I mean, I think that's part of it. What I'm really talking about there is kind of that shift uh, that happened in the 70s from kind of those big Cadillacs, you might remember, to uh, smaller cars that were more fuel efficient. Um, I think uh, Dick Cheney called that personal virtue, and uh, uh, Jimmy Carter might have shown that by wearing a sweater in the White House. Right. Uh, that, as I recall, it didn't go over so well. No, that didn't go over so well. And personal virtue isn't really going to get us where we want to go. We're not, we're not all trying to become, uh, I don't know, a vegan, Prius-driving uh, uh, environmentalists. Uh, what is going to save us is kind of uh, using energy more smartly. So this is something as simple as, you know, those uh, power converters kind of on all your electrical gadgets. Right, they, sure. They get all heated up. Um, and that's because they're using a lot of energy. Plug all of those into a, uh, a power strip and turn that power strip off at night and you will watch your uh, power bills plummet. It's a perfect place to end because you've given us a very simple takeaway. David Biello, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. David Biello covers the environment and energy at Scientific American Online. John? I think a lot of people do think that the planet is absolutely capable of sustaining six, seven, maybe ten billion people um, if, if we're smarter about how we live. Thinking smarter about how we live with the people we have is definitely a theme, Adora, here at the TED conference in Long Beach, California. That's TED curator Chris Anderson, who says that uh, we can sustain more than we think on planet Earth if we just think smart about how we live.